You are listening to Not Just Hemingway Podcast, the weekly podcast about short fiction from all around the globe. This is episode six. Let's keep it short. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening to Not Just Hemingway Podcast, and thanks for coming. I'm Juka, and today my guest is Euse Ugren. Did I, did I pronounce it correctly? No, you didn't. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Orsa. Orsa Ogren. Yes, no. Orsa no. Ogren. You're a literary consultant and writer. Um, you've lived in quite a few countries and you've now finally settled down in Germany with two kids and three cats. I, I assume a husband, but that might be too uh, too straightforward. Um, no, I'm a single mom. I'm a single mom. Single mom. I, well, yeah. I, I don't envy single moms, but gosh, that's... Well done, you. Um, her first, your first young adult novel, Nordlands, was written in Swedish and will also be published in German soon, right? Yes. And then on top of that all, you also help aspiring writers with manuscript refining and overcoming writer's block. Yes. Right. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for, um, obviously, people can hear it. You're not in the studio. We're calling you. We have you on the phone. But I'm glad the connection is good. Um, talking about writing and reading, since reading is such an individual personal experience, I wonder, when and where do you prefer reading a short story? Well, I have my precious mornings. Uh, it's the time before the day gets started. I need this half an hour just with myself, just with my coffee cup. I've given the cats their breakfast, they are happy, the kids are still asleep. And then I just enjoy my time, and then I usually have time to read a short story. So, And then after that, you kickstart the kids, you kickstart yourself, and the day just go on with the craziness that so does it, everyday life is. Does it have to... Is it a goal? Like, is the goal to relax? Is it a goal to kickstart? It's a goal to relax, to to calm down, to have... Because, it, I mean, I don't know if you're a mother yourself. Yes. That's why I'm like, how do you do that in the morning? How? Uh, it, it, usually during the day, you're always on top of everything. And there's so little time for yourself oh, to, to just assemble your thoughts and, and, and calm down. I, I really need to recharge my batteries before, because I got two grumpy kids in the morning and they are not happy waking getting waked up (laughs) so this this is your 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 sanctuary in the morning yes it is for sure i'm too tired in the evenings Uh, um, i read in the evenings as well but it's not with the same attentiveness to actually be able to enjoy it to sing yeah, no, I, I get it. My, my kids know I can't love anybody after 7 p.m. Like, it's done, yeah. it's over, energy's out. <laughs> anyway, so what should a short story then do? do. Give you that mental space? Uh, I am a little bit of an entertainer freak. I like puzzles and thrills and punchlines. I'm not very fond of those very modern short stories that were written in the 70s. I mean, I know Alice Munro, she got the Nobel Prize in 2013, and her work is supposed to be brilliant, and I I bought a whole book with her short stories, and I didn't like them. Okay, we should... And I felt awful because I didn't like them. So people who do like Alice Munro, just, you know, go humming for three, four, five seconds. They're beautifully written. They are beautifully written. And they don't do anything for me. 
Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one because <laughs> you feel like oh, I'm a writer. I studied uh, literature. I, I I really need to to like a Nobel Prize winner. But I feel with her work, she gives you a glimpse in someone's lives, in an episode, in a character. It, she sets a scene, and then she leaves you alone with it, and that is very very frustrating for me. It's like she's experimenting with, with her own writing and, and she just tries it out on me. And, and I, I don't like it. Mm, no, I, I, want, I want to have something collected. I want to feel satisfied after reading it. That okay. uh, I, got, I got a bit fooled or I got twisted around. So I guess I prefer the, the old-fashioned stuff or, okay. or, or just something romantic or, yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I always ask writers to nominate a, a short story, um, and ideally it's a, it's a short story from um, an author we don't know, or from a country um, we haven't been, or in a language we haven't read yet, and you decided upon Sebastian and the Troll by Frederick Beckman, and yeah. Frederick Beckman is the author that was sort of launched into fame with A Man Called Ove. Yeah. Um, now the story is available online, and on the website www notjusthemingway.com uh, there will be a link and also in the podcast notes there will be a link to this story now before we go deeper into it why did you nominate this story is there any link with your work as a young adult writer no not at all there, I mean there's a troll and I write about Nordic mythology but um, when you first asked me to nominate a story I, I was my first thought was of course I should get something out of the classic book something we've all been reading in school, something we've been analyzing with our Swedish teacher. And there are a bunch of those short stories, and you can find some of them translated into English. I mean, there's a very famous one, and you even mentioned it yourself. It's called To Kill a Child. Yes. Uh, it's a very, very good short story about... It's a very good company. But I thought, no one reads... Dagerman. Why not take a writer who is actually you could find something from him in the bookstore. <laughs> Somebody who's still and alive. I, and and he's still alive and he's still <laughs> writing. And I really enjoy Frederick Buckman's story and I really enjoy listening to him. He seems such a great guy. No, this story just appealed to me because it's discussing depression, it's discussing oh, don't suicidal give away thoughts. Don't give All right, away. Sorry. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Uh, You've already done I it, thought, right? Thought so it was an important topic. Yeah. Uh, no, that's actually why. That's why I asked you: Is there a link with young yeah, adult? Because um, no. initially, you've given it away. The title is Sebastian yeah. and the Troll, and it's it's so straightforward. It's about Sebastian. Yeah. And it's about a troll. But then, when you start reading, I don't know anything about Nordic mythology. By the way, I should be reading Neil Gaiman, but I haven't as yet. Um, well, there are trolls there. Yeah, there are trolls. But, but, but not but not like the Lord of the Rings trolls. So. Uh, the Swedish and Norwegian trolls were creatures living in the forest, and they used to steal babies. Ah, uh, a bit like um, Ronja. Oh gosh, how would that be translated? Yeah, to like, a little bit like Ronja Rovadotter. Yeah, Rovadotter. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know the word. Uh, what could the English name be for Ronja? Robber daughter. Uh, uh, ro- robber, yeah, robber daughter. That's but yeah, very strange. Yeah, but maybe it is. Um, Okay, so trolls uh, live in the forest the, the, the and they still mothers, kids. The troll mothers used to think that their own babies were so ugly and they really wanted pretty children. So they used to steal farmers' kids and raise them as their own. 
right. and swap babies and leave their own ugly baby in the crib. Right, uh, so a troll And sometimes therefore. these children came back after living in, in the forest for, for many, many years. And <laughs> they were released back to the trolls. So trolls are not, uh, in, I mean, in Lord of the Rings, uh, you get this troll that's as stupid and big. and um, but, but Swedish trolls are not. Okay. They were probably very clever, clever creatures. And kind so, of warm-hearted, even if they, they despised their own babies. So, yeah. so in this story with Sebastian, um, mm. something is wrong with Sebastian. He lives in a in a bubble, and yeah. and as a reader, or, or not me. That that's let's keep it personal. I, as a reader, immediately thought about there's this film or it's a story. I think it was true about a boy living in a bubble because he had this autoimmune disease. Yada yada. So that's initially what what I thought. Oh right, all right. And then yeah, when you yeah. you know, but then there's a troll. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, am I reading fantasy? And then, anyway, so so before giving away the whole whole story, yeah, um, yeah. you chose it for for a reason. So what struck yeah. you? Yes, it's uh, about depression. You've given that yeah. away, so it's fine. So what struck you? Why is it a good story? Why should people read it? Um, I think people. We need to raise awareness about depression. We need to raise awareness about anxiety. And um, I have a child myself who is classified as a neurofunctional disorder child, I think. And how to treat people that are different and understand, even if you just feel like you're an introvert, and I consider myself a, a true introvert, and that... I often get the feeling that we, we introverts we live in a world of extroverts. And that's, that's window dressing. The introverts <laughs> do podcasts and they, they refuse to have their face shown. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, and considering now we read on social media how many artists have committed suicide. And I just watched, uh, there is on Netflix um, about a Swedish uh, DJ Avicii. Yeah. There is, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, very good documentary made long before he committed suicide and how they just followed this poor guy and pushed him and you really could see that he just wanted to live for the music he wasn't an artist he didn't want to stand up he didn't want to, to talk to people he didn't want to be on the scene he just wanted to make music but he got pushed around about all these people until he just snapped so, and I mean, most people don't snap, but uh, no, I think we need this, to write awareness about giving people more more space, give, being more considerate. So how would a story like Sebastian and Troll help with that? Uh, I think the nice, uh, well, I had to read now the, the line that I got stuck with. He couldn't explain then that he didn't think having fun like fun yeah, oh yeah. That being happy didn't make him happy that's beautiful eh? yeah um and, and and i recognize that so much in myself because i know when i was a kid what i wanted to do was to go home and read a book yeah and my friends wanted to go home and play and or parties i never wanted to go to parties i mean it i never understood why people think that Fun is fun. It's not fun for me. <laughs> I can't 
imagine anything worse than being in a room full crowded with people who are just chatting aimlessly uh, and I don't know them. It's not fun for me. Oh, I'm so going to rename this podcast and I'm going to call it Introverts Unite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think there, and thanks now to social media, um, thanks we introverts also get a chance to meet other introverts. True. And, and and we need to know that we are not alone. So you think that I, I I agree actually because I said like I read the story and initially thought uh, what I said and I thought oh maybe this is fantasy and then as you read you realize something big is happening something you know very dark yeah. is happening yeah and, yeah um, and, and as it, you do and, and so I you're you're taking as a reader you're taking down the path of of understanding and I guess how you know what your situation in life is 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 defines whether or not you get to the real understanding how it should feel or how it feels for people who are like Sebastian and who are dealing with trolls um, yes. that may or may not exist in um, in real life. Um, so yeah, in that sense, I do think, I, I agree, I do think more people should read this story. I urge everybody listening to the podcast to go online, go to the website of, of notjusthemingway.com and do read the story because it's useful. Did your, did your kids read it? Do they read English? Sorry? No, no, no. They didn't? Mm. No. Would you recommend it to them? Um, Come no, age? Get, no, yeah, when they, probably when they're much, much older than they are now. Um, no, I, I think it's a grown-up story. I mean, maybe the title, maybe he named it, it sounds It sounds like a child story. It sounds like a, a, yeah. a um, what do you call it, a Brother Grimm, something like that. But But it isn't at all. I mean, this is about your own trolls, about... Dealing with them. about something much more serious. It's definitely only for for grown-ups to understand. Yeah. And and at the same time, like it's 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 a it's a short story. Um, yeah. Um, with a lesson, and, maybe and, and with a punch. And it gives you hope. It, it doesn't it doesn't break you down and want you make you cry. No, it's a story filled with hope. So what the, with the ending? Because we sort of. You know, in short stories, possibly more than other writing, every word counts, and as such, title and last line are part of yeah. short story experience, right? So what about yeah. the ending? Uh, should we give away the ending, or shouldn't we let people... Uh, well, maybe... Yeah. No, I, let's let's not say how it ends. Just say, I think it's a story that that inspires to hope, that you should always keep on struggling, that the struggle is worth struggling. <laughs> yeah. Even if you can feel down, even if you, there is help to be found, uh, and if you're feeling depressed, um, you should you should reach out. I mean, and there has been a lot of talk after this American television series, mm-hmm. Thirteen Reasons Why. It was also about suicide. Okay. And uh, have you seen it? No, I'm like oh, no, I'm like looking in despair now because I've never even heard of it. Sorry, I, oh, I live on a different stone. It's uh, it's 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 a book that has been television and it caused a cry out in America because it's about a suicide, about a girl who commits suicide, and people who are saying this is about inspiring young people to commit suicide, right. which is, it was absolutely bullshit. It was nothing about that. So now they, for every episode, they have made a, a little, like, uh, like, like before you read, before you take a medicine. Yeah. This story, uh, please, if you are having these thoughts, you need to visit a doctor. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and so, so people are so afraid about talking about suicidal thoughts. And I thought it was really, it's a really important series, and especially if you have teenage kids. 
there's so many topics, uh, but now we're not talking television. <laughs> I can't even remember why I got now into the certain reasons why. Because um, it was about um, hope to the, in the end of the story. Yes, um, yes. That, so, so Sebastian, things are happening to him, basically, in the whole story. Things are yes. happening to him, and he has he is of the opinion that what other people call fun, to him it just isn't fun. Um, and he's sort of being pushed to the edge, yeah. quite, quite literally. Um, yeah. And he let it, he lets it happen, but towards the end, he acts. It's basically yeah. the first real act that happens in, in the story by him. So he chooses. Um, and I think the, the, the turnaround in the story is that fact that he chooses and, and you know, Obviously, yeah. when you when you yeah. suicidal, you can yeah. do two yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, there's not that many options, um, and I, I hope, I hope if people yeah. read it, they understand there is always options. Um, and yeah. yes, I yeah. agree with you that towards the end, it's it's positive, yeah. um, in a way that, oh yeah, no, he, he he can look back. Literally, he is looking back, and there's like a little note, and he can take the note with him. And I'm sure in the story, the Sebastian that does not exist, but in the story, uh, he does take that note with him. Do you agree? Yes. Yes, I agree. It's a lovely story. Um, yeah. It really is a lovely story. I'm so excited that you um, that you came <laughs> up with it. Because otherwise I wouldn't have known. Like, you know, no, I, I, no, I, read, no. I read his books. I had no idea yeah. he wrote short stories. So this is absolutely yeah. fascinating. Um, yeah. So are you, still, are you writing um, on another young adult? Uh, I've written the second part. Um but I took a break to write something completely different with, together with a friend. And we just sent this manuscript away this Monday. Oh, wow, <laughs> And it's going to be a good, uh, something to feel good about. We wanted to oh, yeah. write something cozy and nice that you lay on the beach and smile and, yeah. So, 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 right. so you send me suicidal stuff and then you go yes. off. <laughs> <laughs> happy home, fluffy pink stuff. Yeah. Because I honestly, um, the way you think about it and the way you find words for this topic, I would assume, you know, this is something great for you to explore in a novel. Yes, yes, definitely, But, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking you into writing novels because I think people mm -hmm. should write short stories, but <laughs> my unasked opinion. Well, the, well, the sad thing is there, there is very little, there are very, very few publishers who publish short stories. Tell uh, me about it. There is no market for short stories. Depending anyway. on which country, by the way. I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, true. Well, this is for Sweden. There's, uh, they, they do a few pointless collections of short stories, mostly small, small, small publishers who ask writers to send in the stuff for free. But there's no, see, I, I think in America there is a much, much bigger market to lots of more. Market dedicated What's prizes. The, That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, I mean, here we are to nice. change all that. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so, when did you read the story first time? It must have been just before Christmas. And do you think about it often now? Also, it, it with the pops, situation of your it child. Pops, uh, it pops up several times. Yeah, it does. And and um, and also because I'm struggling myself with the depression, and I'm I'm medicating, and I. That's why I also and encourage everyone to to seek help for depression mm -hmm. because uh, I strongly believe that it can make you feel better to go and see a doctor. Fair enough. 
Uh, and, and I mean, people wouldn't, if people would meet me on the street, they would never think I'm depressed. They, I'm always hearing I'm so smiley and happy. But that could also be a phase of depression, that you always manage to keep up a smiley, happy face in front of everyone. And you feel like a cheat in the same time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Now, before anybody thinks that all introverts are depressed... That's not no. true. <laughs> that's, that's I, not I true. think most of us are very happy. <laughs> I have to. I have to. You know, the time is sticking. I could have talked for at least another thirty minutes. Um, so, last question: What are you reading now? I'm reading two. I always read two, three books at the same time. I picked. I was at the library and I found my favorite. One of my favorite young adult writers, John Green. Oh yeah, David Levitan. And oh, I discovered yeah. they wrote a book together. I know. Um, called Will and Will. Yeah, Will and Will. So I had to pick that one. Will Grayson. Will Grayson. By the way, in English it's Will Grayson. Will Grayson. Oh, all right. It's in, in, I just got the German translation, and I picked up A Handmaid's Tale Good by Margaret that. Atwood. Um, which is much more heavy reading because it's also being there's so much stuff now uh, mm-hmm. talk about it and considering politics in America and, and I, I wanted to read something it was written in 1984 I think yeah I know <laughs> it's insane it's insane yeah, yeah, yeah okay I wish you all the best of luck with the reading um, and to the listeners thank you for listening to Not Just Hemingway this is what's the podcast about short stories from all over the world Come back often and feel free to subscribe or add the podcast to your favorite RSS or iTunes. Visit www.notjusthemingway.com for show notes, including the link to the story Sebastian and the Troll. You can also follow Not Just Hemingway on Twitter and Facebook.